If you're a regular listener or watcher, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast platform, you're probably thinking to yourself right now, this isn't the normal random ravings intro, which you would be correct. It's not a new intro song. And if you're if you're listening on Spotify or Anchor.fm, you will notice that the cover of this episode is actually different from all the rest. And you may have noticed by the title, this is actually a kickoff to a series, basically, within Random Ravings called The Football Frontier. If you know, if you've been a longtime listener of the Breakaway Podcast Network, you'll know that before I started Random Ravings, uh, if you don't know who I am, I probably should have introduced myself. My name's Caleb. I'm your host for Random Ravings and The Football Frontier. But as I was saying, <laughs> I really should get better at introducing myself before I start talking, just because. But also, I have a new setup here, all thanks to our Patreon, Michael. Huge shout out to him. I was also able to get new headphones, which aren't quite here yet, but they will be coming soon. So if you want to support the podcast, get a little more by giving a little more, head over to patreon.com or just hit the link in the description. But as I was saying, um, if you've been a longtime listener of the Breakaway Podcast Network, you'll know that I actually had, before Random Ravings, I had Sports Breakdown and SEC Breakdown, which I was trying to do that year-round, but it took a lot more research than I was willing to put in. So I just changed to Random Ravings because... Well, it's a little bit easier because I can talk about whatever, whenever, really. But the football frontier is just kind of probably something I'll do starting every year in August until the national championship. Now, it will mainly be covering college football just because I'm a little bit more into college football than I am NFL. And... If you're more into NFL, by listening to this podcast, you may get some, not in, yeah, sort of insider information on who some of the next big names will be in the NFL. But, yeah, this is kind of a trailer at the beginning of the first episode of The Football Frontier. Um, But these episodes will be most likely between probably under 30 minutes on a normal basis and I'm just gonna go ahead and let you guys know that I am a Georgia fan UGA go dogs so if I'm talking about the dogs I'm I'm trying to figure out how to word this I'm gonna be fan bias if you know that what that means if I'm talking about Georgia I may become a little bit Georgia bias if I'm talking about say Alabama, Georgia, or something like that, I'm going to become fan bias. So just going to kind of throw that out there. But let's go ahead and get into the college football news that's been happening within these past few weeks and months. So the big news story in college football um, is UConn, University of Connecticut, I believe, the University of Connecticut Huskies, have opted out the season of 2020. 
So the UConn Huskies are not playing this season. One of the reasons I think they opted out is because they recently left the American League, I believe, which was their conference, and became an independent school. Notre Dame is an independent school. I'll talk about them a little bit later on in this episode. But personally, I do personally, personally, my word, personally, I do not think UConn is going to be the only team to opt out for the 2020 season due to health concerns and other stuff like that. Yes, I do believe one of the main reasons they opted out is because most conferences and teams are doing a conference-only schedule, and because they do not have a conference, and they are... I just forgot the word. Wow. They're not... They're not in a conference? My mind just went blank on the word. But they don't have a conference schedule to play because they're no longer in the conference. Now, like I said just a couple of minutes ago, Notre Dame is also independent. That's what I was thinking. An independent school. Um, but this season they actually decided to join the ACC for a conference-only schedule because if you didn't know the Fighting Irish were, Notre Dame Fighting Irish, they were part of the ACC before becoming independent. So the, on, the foot, on their schedule, um, they have Duke, Wake Forest, Florida State, Louisville, Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech, Clemson, Boston College, North Carolina, Syracuse, and possibly the ACC championship, possibly the college football playoffs, and also possibly the college football national championship. Now, I I think it's great that they joined the ACC, mainly because if you look at Clemson's schedule, let me pull it up here, but they have no body in the ACC to really challenge them. They had, I guess, North Carolina, who personally I believe is the best team that could have challenged them in the ACC, but they really didn't have anyone that was going to be able to challenge them in their schedule because they had Wake Forest, uh, Virginia, Miami, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Boston College, Florida State, Pittsburgh, and Virginia Tech. They didn't have North Carolina, which would have been their biggest competitor. But now, I personally think this is going to be a really good game on November 7th. They're going to be at Notre Dame. Notre Dame and Clemson are both contenders for the national championship and the playoffs this year because of that game. That one game may decide who goes to the ACC championship, and who in the end will go to the college football playoffs. Now, this goes the same way for the SEC teams because 
LSU, which I'm going to talk about them a lot in a second here, but LSU, Alabama, and Georgia are all serious um, title contenders, as well as Florida. But when I think of Florida, some of the things they have done within the recent weeks kind of it kind of worries me. Are they going to be a legitimate playoff contender? But LSU, they they are still a good team. Yes, they have a good coaching staff, but are they still the team they were last year with Joe Burrow? Do they still have that kind of do they still have that it factor do they have that it player that person who is going to carry them to the SEC championship and all overall the um the playoffs really um Okay, let me get into this real quickly about Florida. So Florida fans were and coaching staff and some of the players even, they were complaining that they now have to face Alabama on their football schedule. Now Georgia, who is the other contender for the SEC East, they aren't complaining because Alabama was already on their schedule for 2020. Florida fans and coaches and possibly some players are complaining that they now have to face Alabama as well. On paper, before the changes to conference only in Alabama was, is possibly being put onto their schedule, Florida, I would dare say, had a cakewalk to the SEC championship game as the East, if they did indeed beat Georgia in the war for the Okefenokee or slash the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I don't know why they changed the name. But the ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, all the other Power Five conferences had have released their schedule within the past couple of weeks. The SEC is the only conference to not release their schedule. Many people are believing that Florida and some other teams may be behind the reason they aren't. The SEC hasn't released their schedule yet. Because some teams, honestly, in my personal opinion, I think it is harder to win the SEC championship game than it is to win the national championship game just because of all the great teams in the SEC. And I'm going to read this article um, by Sports Illustrated. Um, The SEC, like I said before, still hasn't released their full schedule with dates and games that will be played. Um, Hopefully it will be The schedule will be released in the next two weeks. So the new 10 opponent schedule conference only, there are definitely winners and losers in the SEC. Some of the winners are um, 
Alabama, who they're two new conference opponents because usually the SEC only has eight conference opponents. Um, but they were added on two more. The Crimson Tide got lucky because they their two new opponents. It would appear that the, it's going to be Kentucky and Missouri. But all, the most important thing for Alabama is avoiding Florida, which I disagree. Alabama already had two tough, the two of the toughest SEC teams in Georgia and Tennessee, and I'm pretty sure this is true. They weren't eager to add a third. Um, I'm not saying Missouri and Kentucky are pushovers. I'm just saying they're not the toughest teams to beat. I disagree with the writer here that Tennessee is a tough SEC East team. Yes, they did good in recruiting. But all their, all the people they're recruiting are freshmen. How are those freshmen going to be able to? How are their? How's their? Not college. How's their high school playing time going to reflect in the college playing time? Georgia is also one of the teams who got on the luckier side of adding two more SEC teams. Um. Headed into the season, it appears that they will be facing Arkansas and Mississippi State as the two added SEC teams. LSU, also a pretty big win. They will be, it appears they'll be facing Missouri and Vanderbilt as their two new opponents. Old Miss, who they're not a great team, but they are going to face Kentucky and South Carolina. Now, Kentucky and South Carolina are both pretty good teams. South Carolina has a great uh, back end of their defense safeties. Their safeties can rush. They have really good pass coverage. Um, the losers is of the new 10-game conference schedule only, is Arkansas. He'll have to face... The, the, their two added teams were Georgia and Florida, arguably the best two teams in the SEC East. Missouri also... The, they added onto their schedule. They have LSU and Alabama. LSU, a lot of people are giving them a lot of hype. Like I said before, I'm not really sure if they're going to be that good without Joe Burrow. Texas A&M, they were, they were available. They, available, what? They avoided Georgia, but they added Florida and Tennessee. Um, which aren't cakewalks either. Everyone else is kind of, uh, meh. Their schedule hasn't really gotten any harder or any easier. What I think, see, remember these schedules aren't set in stone yet. That it doesn't necessarily mean that Florida is going to avoid Alabama, but for Florida fans, this kind of preseason schedule release that was released um, August 8th will 
it kind of gives you hope that you won't be facing Alabama in the upcoming season. Now, throughout the entire season for college football, none of the schedules are currently set in stone. Because, like in the MLB, the Marlins, I believe, or the Rays, one of them, their whole team got a serious case of COVID. And so, currently, they cannot play any games for 14 days. Now, the MLB, that's a pretty big deal because it is almost back-to-back-to-back. Three games, break day, three games, three games, break day, three games, three games. So, the Marlins and all the other teams they were facing don't have games for those 14 days. Now, college football, it's going to be very interesting if a team does come down with symptoms or test positive because they may only miss one game depending on when their bye week is. And all these games matter because it is a shortened schedule. You need to win the games that you can't play. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about the SEC just because I think it's very interesting dynamic. Everyone's expecting Alabama and LSU and Georgia to be the main contenders for the SEC championship. I already said my reasons why I don't think LSU is in that contention. Is that the right word? I don't know. Because they don't have Joe Burrow. Alabama also doesn't have a crazy experienced quarterback because they lost to a tongue of Viola to the NFL draft. The Georgia Bulldogs also do not have a experienced quarterback in their offense that in the offense they like to run because they lost Jake Fromm to the NFL draft. Now, granted, they do have a phenomenal quarterback out of Jamie Newman who transferred, I believe, from Wake Forest. Personally, I hate to say this, but if Alabama is not on Florida's schedule, I do think Florida will have the easiest schedule to make it to the SEC championship if they get through Georgia because they have Kyle Trask, who played pretty much at least half of the season last year with Florida as the second-string quarterback once Felipe Franks got injured. So I think it's going to be a very interesting dynamic in the SEC just because they are facing more SEC teams. And because every game is a conference game, every game matters a little more because you need as many conference wins as you can get in order to make it to the SEC championship as the East or the West. But like I said before, I think like the dark horse in the SEC East may be South Carolina. Personally, I don't think Tennessee has a very good chance of 
making a bounce back. Like, they started a bounce back at the end of last season. Are they going to be able to keep that momentum going from last season? Are, are, for, this is a question for all the teams. Are their players in the correct physical as well as mental condition for a football season after not being able to do summer camps, team workouts, and all the other stuff that comes with college football? And with that being said, this wraps up the first episode of The Football Frontier. I hope you will join me next week for another episode of The Football Frontier. I'm really not sure if I'm going to be releasing weekly or every other week, but make sure you subscribe to Random Ravings to also hear regular episodes of Random Ravings as well as The Football Frontier. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends, whether they're a Florida fan, Alabama flan, flan. Alabama Flan. Yeah, if you're if your friends at Alabama Flan, make sure you share this episode with them. Or whether they're just a college football fan in general. And make sure you rate and subscribe on whatever. Leave a comment and a review on Apple Podcast. And I will be seeing you guys next week for the next possibly next week, who knows when, for the next episode of The Football Frontier.